Hello and welcome back to Inside Bria's Thoughts. I'm your podcast host, Bria Smith. And today we're going to jump into another topic. It is people pleasing. How to let go of people pleasing behaviors. And this one's for for everyone, you know. We all kind of adapt to some kind of people pleasing. Um, sometimes it's out of our control. Sometimes it's just how we grew up, you know, how we were upbringing as a child, you know, our childhood itself, our parents, our household, our environment. Sometimes it's just how we was developed and it just kind of like resurfaced in our adulthood, you know, things like that. So I just want to jump into what is people pleasing what kind of behaviors is it you know where it comes from and then you know how to stop it how to let go how to kind of fade away from it how to detach from it so yeah let's get started um people pleasing is just not really not really pleasing yourself really it's the opposite of pleasing yourself you know, you're pleasing others. You are trying to meet the needs of others. You are draining yourself by not looking out for yourself, by not choosing yourself first. You're choosing others before yourself. And a lot of us are like that. A lot of us grew up like that. Um, we learn to, not learn to, but we eventually adapted to those behaviors just throughout our our teenage years, our childhood years, our young adult years, whatever. But um, it usually stems from some kind of trauma experience or just a lack of parenting on your parents' end. And um, usually people-pleasing results in just you you fear turning things down you just neglect your own needs you ex- overextend yourself you give more than what you actually get you give more than what you receive you're always kind of seeking validation or approval from others um you feel guilty when you do set boundaries or try to turn something down in a way and you over apologize and a lot of people pleasers, they get taken advantage of. Um, they, people, a lot of people don't respect people pleasers because they see that they are a little weak, they're a little vulnerable, they're easy to walk over, you know. And I mean, let's be transparent here. I am one of those people, and um, I always try to figure out where it came from where it was stemming from and why I was allowing people to drain my energy and why I was always trying to show up for people and not show up for myself. And to this day, I'm still trying to like grasp and understand like why I was adapting to these people-pleasing behaviors, but I have definitely been straying away from these people-pleasing behaviors a lot more than I was before. And, um... It's been peaceful. 
and it's just been just I just been in a better place in my life overall because I feel less drained and I'm using that energy that I was using on other people and putting it into myself my life just me as a person and it's I've been nurturing myself more I've been just taking care of my own needs and desires and wants and you know things like that so um it, it, it it's a process getting out of that people pleasing you know behaviors and things like that but it, it takes time and, and I feel like the first like really big step to like acknowledge and understand that you are a people pleaser is resurfacing your inner child wounds and um I'm sure people are familiar with the term inner child it is the representation of yourself during your early childhood years um that's always just in you it just sticks with you it's a part of your personality it's a part of you um even when you grow older as an adult and sometimes people research um people revisit their their inner child and um you can do that as simply as just doing the things that you enjoyed as a child like you know being a child for a day you know and that could just be watching cartoons, doing like fun activities that you did as a child, resurfacing and revisiting and reminiscing those memories that you had as a child, you know, reaching out to a childhood friend, like things like that, you know. And we all kind of do that without really thinking about it. But in terms of inner child wounds, these are the things that we didn't receive as a child and mostly everybody has at least one thing one traumatic experience one wound one thing that they lacked that they didn't receive as a child and it could really be anything um and and it usually comes from your parents and you know parents aren't perfect no parent is perfect and that's why a lot of people these days they talk about generational trauma and things like that because sometimes our parents can't really help they are shaped into the parent they are because of their parents and their parents are shaped into the kind of parents they are because of their parents so it just it's just it just goes from generation to generation and you know back then you know years ago um those our ancestors and you know our great great grandparents it just was different back then you know the nature that this society has under like the mental health and like therapy and understanding like things like this people pleasing and you know they didn't look at things like this like they didn't look into it you know they didn't it just wasn't a thing back then you know so nobody taught them how to be good parents so it just went from generation to generation to generation. And sometimes our parents aren't perfect. You know, they were taught by their parents or their parent, the way their parents raised them and treated them. It kind of, you know, transitioned on to them being the parent that their parents were. And then that's how they parent you. And sometimes that's not perfect. Sometimes they lack on doing certain things that they could have did that would have shaped you into a very healthy and an untraumatic person but you know life isn't perfect and that's just how it is but 
usually people pleasing a big part of it comes from our parents and how we was raised and um sometimes our parents they dismiss our needs they don't always meet them um sometimes there's an absent parent sometimes they're just one parent and sometimes well not sometimes (laughs) typically every child needs both parents in the house to really kind of like developed into how they supposed to develop Um, sometimes that one parent not being around being detached being distant absent it does um have a negative impact on the child growing up and um like for example me um I grew up in a single mother household I didn't have an active dad around um he was absent for a while and um yeah so at first I used to suppress the fact that I didn't have a dad in my life and I was just like you know I don't need a dad I'm good I got a mom so that's just the mindset that I had growing up and that's one of my inner child wounds but so you know I went through life I was fine you know I was like you know I have a mom I kept telling myself that I'm fine I don't need a dad so as I grew up and um you know I gotten older gotten wiser you know experienced more things the things that I was going through it started to make sense because I was lacking that fatherly love I was lacking that father figure in my life that I needed to just feel supported to feel loved to just have that male figure in my life instead of seeking that male attention from you know guys so I didn't realize that that was the the issue until I got older you know until I definitely until I got in college like you know about 18 19 I was like wow this is why I act like this and this is why I put myself into these positions and these situations so that was one of my biggest wounds that interlinked with my self-esteem my internal validation confidence just how I was as a person in a relationship just in general um I feared of abandonment sometimes I was clingy sometimes I was possessive sometimes the things that I would do in terms of men was because of my of the absence of my father you know so that was one of my wounds that I didn't get and I mean it's life you can't take it back it's just it happened but my job is to reparent myself in that area that I didn't get as a child so I just did a lot of inner child work. I journaled a lot. And um, I seek therapy. And, you know, I learned to just communicate and connect with my inner child. I learned what my inner child needed, what it lacked, 
and how to go about stepping into the role of a parent and nurturing that inner child. And that that connects with people pleasing a lot because sometimes, like I said, our parents aren't perfect. They might have themselves might have grew up in a single parent home. So they might have just had a mother around and, you know, and um, so sometimes our parents, they are emotionally detached. They're narcissistic. They like to compare their children to other children. They only validate when you conform to their needs or their expectations that they have for you. They're very gaslighting. Um, A lot of parents, um, they don't take time to understand the needs of their child. A lot of parents communicate in a very... I would just say authoritative way like they don't they're not very understanding they just want things their way and um they don't care to listen or or hear what you have to say when you make mistakes they just want to play the blaming game they just want to only have a say in things a lot of parents are very just dismissing and that messes with the child, you know. So in that case, the child always feels like they have to just please people to feel loved or to feel validated. And if they don't, they're over apologizing, they're feeling guilty. They're just they're just like they just have poor self-esteem. They don't feel confident, they don't feel secure within themselves. They feel like the only way they feel good about themselves is when they please other people. And that you see you see how that comes from parenting and how you're parented and you know how you grew up as a child. And a lot of us are like that. Even if we don't realize it, a lot of us are like that. And um I'm like that. But I've definitely, like I said before, I've definitely been straying away from that. I have been a lot more, I've just been standing on my boundaries a lot more. I have just gotten to a, I don't care mindset. I don't care how you feel. I care how I feel. I care how I am as a person. I care about me and my needs and how I'm taken care of, right? So, yeah, but I used to just be, I used to just be so nice and I noticed I was in a lot of one-sided friendships and I used to just never could say no to people. I always felt like I just needed to do something nice for people and I would I would say naturally that's just kind of how I am because I'm just a nice I'm a kind person I just I'm just a cool person like I'm very friendly and I'm very empathetic but it was getting to a point where I was draining myself and I was forgetting to please myself first and meet my own needs first
for an example, I used to have people like vent to me a lot. I used to like have people just call me up and vent and dump their issues and their problems and their their trauma on me and I would answer. I would always just be there listening, you know. And it was cool at first, but it got draining after a while when they would repeatedly do it. And I would be going through my own stuff, you know. And they wouldn't know. Because sometimes I, I keep things to myself. I try not to depend on people. I try not to vent to people. I kind of, like, deal with my issues internally. So I was dealing with my issues internally and trying to grasp and trying to understand what I was going through. And dealing with it on my own and then having other people dump their issues and their problems on me and just vent, vent, vent. And it got really tiring and got really draining. And I started to lose a sense of control on just everything and just not knowing where to navigate mentally and emotionally. It just, it was just, it was terrible. So I had to just step back and I just had to just say Bria like you can't keep being this person anymore you have to be strong you have to have some boundaries you have to stop letting people be as easily accessible to you you have to distance yourself a little bit and and focus on you and get your life together and that's what I did so I slowly started getting out of that people pleasing behaviors and I stopped answering the phone when I didn't want to hear people vent and drain me. I didn't text back as fast as I, you know, could have. Because I'm just, I'm, I'm doing me. I'm, I'm taking time out and just not letting people drain me or always having to feel like I'm entitled to maintain conversations and I don't want to. If I don't want to talk to you or... I want to take my time responding to you. I want to do that. So I do that a lot more often now. And um, I try to understand what other people do it to me. Because I realize, like, they're in the same position as me. Like, they got their own stuff going on. And um, they don't always have to text me back as quick. You know, just be considerate. You know, don't just ignore me. But, you know, I try to be more understanding of other people. Because we're probably in the same position, you know. So... I've been just really taking care of myself more. And um, I just haven't been caring about what people think. I've learned to just be a little bit more honest with people and not really beat around the bush or sugarcoat. And that's what helps people respect me more. You know, the more I'm honest, the more I'm straight up. But respectful with it, of course. But just the more, like, just confident I am and, um, the more boundaries I set, people will learn to respect me more. And they'll realize, like, okay, Bria's not as easy as I thought she was, you know. So, I would like you guys to to navigate on, stop being a people pleaser, you know. Be on the route that I am on right now. And I want to help you guys let go of that and, and start pleasing yourself first. So I have some tips that, you know, I could throw out there for you guys to start thinking about, start adapting to. And I think this would definitely help those people pleaser out there. And um, I want to say first, boundaries. You know, I've been talking about that. Boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. Set those boundaries. And, you know, that helps you to have a barrier between those outside factors, those toxic people, those toxic things 
that is draining you. You're allowing yourself to have that barrier. You're not allowing people to get in your personal space and, and just interrupt and disturb your peace of mind and, you know, things like that. So set those boundaries, whatever they are, whatever it takes for people to not take an advantage of you and you to be strong and be more just just not a vulnerable and a weak person you know identify those priorities and and set those priorities and and just adapt to those priorities whatever you know you gotta do and whatever is more important to you stand on that don't be afraid to make a decision that is best for you whether that's saying no or losing a friend because they don't agree with something that you're doing or you don't agree with something they're doing or simply you just feel uncomfortable you feel peer pressured you don't want to be in that environment in that space you don't want to be around those people and you know there's nothing wrong with that and you should be able to meet your needs and your comfortability you shouldn't want to force yourself to be in a position or an environment around or around certain people that make you feel uncomfortable so it's nothing wrong with backing away from that or not wanting to be in that situation or avoiding it or just saying no um, sometimes if you want to say yes to something don't always be quick to say yes stall a little bit you know have them wait for you to make a decision like oh let me think on that um give me some time i'll get back to you say things like that and instead of saying yes i'll go you know like you see how easy that is you're pleasing them because you don't want to disappoint them you want to just make them feel happy and you know but it, it, in the end, you're draining yourself. And then that person sitting there taking mental note, like, they're going to always say yes. They're going to always be there. They're going to always be available. And that's not good. Because people are just only going to use it to their advantage. And keep picking at you and keep using you and keep walking all over you. And that's not okay. So, learning how to stop people-pleasing overall... Is really just learning how to please yourself. Learning how to incorporate self-care more into your, your routine and your daily life and self-love and things like that that's going to really feed and nurture yourself and make you feel good and just make you focus more on you and not the people around you. Because honestly, some people, they will literally pick and feed off you and do anything they can to get what they want from you but when it's time for you to have a shoulder to cry on and just just need to reach out for some support sometimes they're not even there and it just sucks but that's just how it is sometimes so learn how to just please yourself and um stop apologizing 
Stop making up excuses. Stop trying to make people like you. Seek your own validation. Seek internal validation. Be more secure within yourself. And a lot of people, please, they're insecure. They, um, like I said, they have poor self-esteem. And, you know, like also, like I said, it stems from just trauma and childhood things. But, you know, just overall, stop overextending yourself. And, you know, learn how to just not care what people think. (laughs) That's one big thing. When you stop caring what people think about you and the things that you have to say and the boundaries you have and the responses that you have for people, I promise you, things will really start to get better because people will start to respect you more and then you'll respect yourself more. And, you know, everything will just play out differently. And in a more smoother way, you'll feel happier overall and you'll start filtering out those negative and those toxic people out your life that are draining and feeding off you and making you more of a people pleaser and you'll start to have good people around you good supportive people people that can reciprocate your energy people that understand your needs and your boundaries and they respect those you know so you know try to just do those things and um once you just focus on yourself overall you know everything will start to be fine you know take it day by day and um overall be a nice and a kind person you know never stop being a nice and a kind person but learn how to be firm and i go by this now like be nice but be firm you know don't don't stop being a good person don't stop having good character but don't be too nice and don't be a pushover thank you for tuning in to my episode today i enjoyed talking about this and i'm glad that i could educate and inform and encourage others to stop being people pleasers And stay tuned for more upcoming content. And I catch you on the next episode. I'm out. Thanks.